Hello, hello, and welcome back to Live in the Dram. I know what you're thinking. Where were you last week, Liv? I was on a bit of a hiatus because I have just left Murray McDavid and ACO. So we are back with a bit of a rebrand. I'm really excited. I'm going to be moving on to a new role soon, which I'll have some news on. I'm still in the whiskey industry, which I'm really excited about. Um, so I'll be able to share more about that soon. So I'm excited to be moving on in my journey. It's been quite the journey with Murray McDavid, certainly. I mean, when I went into the company, I literally knew nothing about whiskey. Like, absolutely nothing. And now look at us now. We've got a podcast. We're living our whiskey dream, you know? <laughs> but I am excited to move on to my next chapter and I will give you an update as soon as I can on that. There's not much of a change to my logo really. I've just really changed up the colours. Um, but it's still my little picture of me and it's still my voice. And I'm really excited to be able to welcome onto the podcast a few different guests from various different parts of the industry and various different distilleries and indie bottlers. So please stay tuned for that. There's a few exciting guests coming on in the next few weeks. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes! Voice of an angel. What can I say? Yeah, guys, I'm actually taking up a career as a professional singer. And that is why I'm moving on. I'm I'm going to become a professional singer. No, I'm joking. Obviously not. So, what has been happening... I actually had a really great time a few weeks ago though. My cousin, who is a whiskey lover, was up from England. Um, he's training to be an officer in the Navy, so he's pretty regimented in that now, but he was up on holiday visiting me, so we thought, why not do some whiskey things? So we went to Johnny Walker Princess Street and we did the Journey of Flavour. That was actually really good. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but in the beginning, I was very sceptical about how it was going to go, right? Sorry, I'm laughing thinking about it, but it was so funny. So, the first, like, thing you get in the tour is an actor, and they're telling the story of Johnny Walker. And I honestly thought that's what the whole tour was going to be like, and that is a bit of me, for context. I used to do a lot of theatres and stuff when I was younger, so that is right on my street. I was in my element. I was mesmerised the whole time. (laughs) My cousin's face. (laughs) I don't think that's what he was expecting. But we came out of it and he was like, oh my, that was amazing, whatever. So (laughs) it ended up being okay. Um, But it was really good. And actually, it was really good value for money. I thought that as well because, I mean, you paid £30. For that price, you had your tour, obviously. And you got to make like a highball with the flavour profile that you've been matched to before the tour. So I had a fruity highball. Of course I'd be matched to the fruity flavour profile. Like, we know me, we know me. <laughs> so I got matched to the fruity flavour profile and I had a lovely fruity highball. Now my cousin, he got the green band and that was the fresh flavour profile. So he got the fresh highball and... Actually, I actually enjoyed that more than mine, which I was surprised at because I thought I was really going to enjoy the fruity one. But it was nice though. For the fruity highball, it was Johnny Walker Black Label, then 
obviously soda and then the topping was dried orange and it was really really nice really nice and refreshing because it was quite a hot day actually so it was quite nice to have that and then you go for the tour you learn about it and then you get two other drinks at the end which I thought was actually amazing value for money I mean as I said you're paying 30 pounds so you'd pay that at the bar probably for three drinks so it was actually not too bad and then for my second drink I had a tropical old-fashioned which was really really quite scrumptious they couldn't actually tell you what was in it that was the annoying thing so I can't even I can't even replicate it it was just like a mystery mystery old-fashioned but it was the tropical one and it had like dehydrated banana that was the kind of topping on it and I was a bit skeptical but it ended up actually being really nice so I'm glad I picked that and then for my third one I had the fruity highball but this time it was different it had peach in it and oh my that is that is a bit of me I am a sucker for peach iced tea that's like my favorite non-alcoholic drink I'd say apart from water I'm a plate I'm a pretty plain Jane to be honest like I drink water and I drink juice I'm not really a fizzy drink person I don't even drink tea or coffee like I am very very good my teeth absolutely love me um, <laughs> anyway off track I had the fruity highball and that was really nice so if you're ever in Johnny Walker get that very nice my cousin had he had two old fashions actually he had the spicy old-fashioned, which had crystallised ginger in it. And I kind of wish I'd picked that. And then his second old-fashioned was the fruity old-fashioned, which had the kind of peach flavours in it as well. I wish I'd picked the fruity old-fashioned instead of the fruity highball, because it was amazing. So good. I wish they had told you what was in them, though, because... I can't even replicate it, that's the thing, like, I know what the base spirit is for the first highball that we had, so I can replicate that, but for the cocktails, they didn't tell you, they didn't even tell you what spirit was in it, they said it was like a secret, so I think that had a bit of everything, it wasn't just Johnny Walker, so it was pretty good value for money, I would recommend. I did the Explorers tasting before with my dad for Father's Day. I mean, check me, daughter of the year. I got him that for Father's Day and we did that and that was really good. You kind of explored like the four, they call it the four corners. You explored the four corners and had the kind of standard drums from that. And yeah, it was pretty nice. Um, the room was immaculate. It's on their top floor in their Explorers bar and it is just insane. Look it up if you haven't seen it already. It is absolutely stunning. But I would say if I had to do one of the experiences again, I would probably do the journey of flavour again because I could go back and try different drinks. So it was interesting, yeah. Really enjoyed it. If you're in Edinburgh, definitely check it out. The shop is like Disneyland. <laughs> Honestly, like, I spent more than I should have in that shop. Do you know what? I was actually very well behaved compared to my cousin. He picked up quite a lot of bottles. I can't actually remember exactly what he got. I would need to go and check because he flew up from Portsmouth. So he had to leave his whiskey with me. I'm looking after it for him until he can come and collect it or I'm going to send it down to him. So I am just keeper of the whiskey right now. And it's really annoying because they're sitting there staring at me. 
but I can't touch them. They're not mine. I got a Strathmill, which is obviously part of the kind of flora and fauna range. Um, because I tried that in the shop and I was like, hmm, that's really nice. I've had a Strathmill before and I've really thought much of it, to be honest, but that was really nice. So, got that Strathmill and then I also got a Klein Leash because I really enjoyed that when I did the Explorer's Bothy Tasting. So, I just went ahead and got it. So, I didn't go too crazy, to be honest. Like, I could have I could have been worse, but I did also get a tote bag because it had a cool design on it and I just had to. Then, the next day, as if that wasn't enough whiskey, we went to Glen Kinchy because that was a distillery that I really wanted to visit. Um, it's about an hour away from me, so not too bad. So, we went through there. I drove. What a good cousin. I gave up my drinks on that tour so that he could enjoy. I'm such a saint. Such a saint. We did the cask tour, so you got to kind of see their little kind of built-in warehouse thing and there was like a Valange part of it. So yeah, the tour was really good. It was really good to see inside the distillery, see how they're doing things. And also, we thought it was going to be a silent season tour. But turns out, just our luck, that it was their first day of production outside of silent season so it was really interesting to see everything going on there and there's a picture of me it's me next to the stills and i just look like a little tiny person next to them like i look so small <laughs> like for context i'm five foot two five foot two and obviously these are huge stills so i just look like a little tiny person and it's hilarious. But the tour was amazing. Um, really, really, really informative guide. Nickel, he was a good guy. So if you see him, tell him that, tell him that Liv sent you. And then we obviously did the whole kind of production tour. Then we went through into the little kind of built-on warehouse bit. A few casks lying in there. Obviously from my kind of industry experience, like I've seen cask warehouses like huge cask warehouses and dun proper dunnage warehouses so it was a bit underwhelming for me but I can really appreciate how amazing that must be for someone who doesn't have that insight so that was really good for my cousin to see I think he was really interested in that so we went in and got all the casks lying out four casks we all had to go around and nose them all and then we did a vote what one we were going to get a dram from. And it ended up being a Sherry's one. Surprise, surprise. That's a consumer's choice. <laughs> so it ended up being the Sherry one. I obviously didn't get to try it because I was driving. But it did smell absolutely amazing. And I've not actually tried it yet. I probably should. So went round, nosed all the casks. And then it was time for the Valanche. And it was someone's birthday on the tour. And they got to do it. But... Just standing watching and just couldn't they quite get it. Couldn't they quite get it. I just wanted to go, let me do it. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrible, but it was like, it was really sweet. He really enjoyed it. And then we went through and went into his lovely tasting room. And I didn't do the tasting, of course. I just sniffed them and then poured them into my little bottles. I'm waiting to try them. I'm waiting for the right time. I probably should try them in the order that they gave us them in the tasting. But I'm thinking maybe I want to eke it out over time. I'm not sure that I'm wanting to have them all in one go, to be honest. I was getting absolutely slated 
for having whiskey with ice. People on the tour were like, no, 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 no. And I was like, listen, guys, if I'm doing a tasting like this, I will have it neat. I will nose it, have it neat, maybe add a bit of water just to open it up. But if I'm drinking at home, I will have a bit of ice. That is the way I want to drink it. So please do not stop me. You will never stop me from my whiskey and ice. Mwah, ha, 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 ha. Went home. And that was pretty much it. Then I was working at the weekend. I was working at the Whiskey Fringe. So my cousin came along. He managed to get a ticket for the Saturday. So he came along and got to see me doing my thing. So that was quite nice. And I had a lovely little day there at the Whiskey Fringe. So I was there Saturday and Sunday. And it was lovely to meet so many of you and I know Justine Casquistke I know you will be listening and it was lovely to actually meet you in person because we have only known each other over social media and we were talking about this there's so many people that you meet through social media you chat and stuff but then when you actually meet in person it's like oh my god like hi um so that was really nice and I also met Becca from Morrison Distillers for the first time in person so that was lovely and then we actually went and had a bit of dinner and then we went out for a kind of exhibitor's night out after. Libby, you are also probably listening. Libby from Glasgow Distillery. Also, Ree from Glen with us as well. Adele from Rassi. You know what, I could actually sit here all day naming people. But it was lovely to meet everyone actually in person and not just over Instagram. Because I've been to a lot of events before and I've just not went to the night out after, like... I've not really got the chance to speak to people, but that was really lovely. So that's one part I'm going to miss about my job at Murray McDavid and ACO, but it was a really great job and I'm going to miss it so much, but I am moving on to a completely different role. It is still in whiskey, but it is very different in the sense it's a completely different setting, but I'm going to be learning so much about whiskey. I'm going to be leading tastings, I'm going to be doing a bit of my social media still, so that's going to be lovely. And I'm just going to really have freedom to learn about so many different brands, which I am so excited for. I'm going to get to try so many different whiskies, which is absolutely fabulous. Right on my street. I have been thinking lately that I need to get more into beer. Beer is never something that I've even considered when I've been out. Like, I've been at the pub, I've looked straight past the beer. I'm immediately looking at the spirits, I'm I'm never looking at the beer. But I feel like I maybe probably should get more into beer. Because it's probably delicious, I'm just... I think I've got a bit of a like mental block about beer because it's not whiskey. So maybe I just need to be brave. And try some beers. So if anyone has any recommendation for beers, please let me know. Maybe what I need to do is start on like a beer aged whiskey. Maybe that would be a nice kind of segue into the world of beer. Maybe I shouldn't get into beer. Because I feel like once you're into beer, you don't stop. (laughs) I suppose it's much like whiskey in that way. And Guinness. I don't know how people drink Guinness all night. Guinness is like a meal to drink. You drink a pint of it and it's like, oh, I'm full now. I cannot possibly have anything else in my belly right now. I am absolutely full. And on Honest to a Malt podcast, if you don't listen to that, please do, because Mike and Duncan actually make me laugh out loud every single time. 
but they were talking about um Christmas coming up. Now, I know the C word. The C word and that is what? September? I know, I'm sorry, but it is just around the corner, realistically. And what they were talking about is making room for Christmas indulgence. <laughs> so you know, what can we be doing on the run up to Christmas to make room for all the cheese and all the drink and all the whatever else, pigs and blankets? What can we be doing on the run up to Christmas to prepare for this? I am quite well behaved in the sense that I don't drink during the week that much. If I'm going to drink, it's just kind of instinct to drink at the weekend. Usually, as well, I'm quite a social drinker. I wouldn't really be that inclined to sit and have a drink by myself. I mean, it really depends what kind of mood I'm in. But, like, most of the time I'm, like, not bothered. Like, I'll just... I'll just have a soft drink. But it's just holidays, isn't it? I mean, I'm just back from Greece. And lovely holiday in the sun. But I did indulge. I did indulge quite a bit. So coming back and trying to be relatively well-behaved has been quite hard. That's just the nature of holidays. I cannot believe that this year has flown in that fast that we're already thinking about Christmas. It's absolutely crazy. It's flown in so fast. But I'm kind of stressing thinking about Christmas. I mean, it's only a few months for me to get presents and think about what to get people for presents. It's so hard. And for me as well, it's the question of, do I want to adult or do I want to be seen still as one of the younger people <laughs> in the family because I'm not sure I'm ready to be in a secret Santa yet. I quite like waking up on Christmas morning and you know having my presents there. When you join a secret Santa, especially when you're doing it with your family, like you're, you're not gonna have any presents underneath your tree. You're just gonna have your like secret Santa present. That's quite sad. And I feel like every Christmas as you get older and older it becomes more of a realisation like, oh, like I'm not a little person anymore. Like I'm actually an adult. Like what is going on? Why is this not as exciting as it used to be? I feel like I hype it up every single year as well. I'm like, yay, Christmas. So excited. And then it gets to, I'm like, yeah, that was fine. Like it was good. I ate quite a lot of pigs and blankets and I ate quite a lot of pastry. And that is enough for me. I mean, I woke up on Christmas morning, 2022, and, you know, had my presents there, unwrapping my presents, and I see a box, and I think, what is this? It's a kind of shoe-shaped box. I bet it's like a pair of, I don't know, a pair of Jordans or something, like a pair of shoes I was wanting, basically. I'm looking, and I'm thinking, oh, what's going to be? What's going to be these shoes? And I open it, and it's a pump for my car tyres. A pump for car tyres. I mean... And I look up at my dad and he says to me, that's a gift that's going to keep on giving. That's the moment that I was like, I'm old. Like, I'm actually old now. What, is, what has happened? When have I grown up? Like, what happened? But now that it's kind of known that I like whiskey, that is all I can expect for presents for the rest of my life. Whiskey. That's all I will ever be getting for any occasion. And you know what? I say bring it on. That is a pretty decent present. So it's been a pretty quick one today. As always, guys, let me know what you want to see, if there's any particular drums you'd like me to try, or 
if there's any particular guests that you'd maybe like to hear from, particular distilleries, please do let me know. I am looking to get more people onto my podcast and I do have a few exciting guests lined up, so I can't wait for you to meet them. In the meantime, stay safe, Slange.